When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Life Coaching for Men podcast, where real life meets real coaching. I'm your host, Dr. Darren Wilson. Well, welcome everyone into episode number 14 of the Life Coaching for Men podcast. So great to be back with you this week. I've got some good news to report. I know those of you who have been following along the last couple weeks were really afraid for us and scared that I was going to be homeless in Atlanta or even worse. You thought maybe I was going to come and move in with you, but I have got news to report that we have found a house and we have uh, won the bid on the house and we're going to actually close on the house on October 2nd. So the same date that we're closing on our place uh, here, we're going to be able to close there. We're uh, moving a little, little bit closer to Lawrenceville, Georgia, which is a little farther outside of Atlanta. Um, it's right on the border, kind of in Duluth area, if you're familiar with the greater Atlanta area. So we're really looking forward to, to that. It's a great location, uh, a lot of access points to a lot of different uh, cities around um, Atlanta. Atlanta is really made up of a, of a lot of different kind of micro cities within the, within the, the big metro piece of Atlanta. And so we're looking forward to going a little farther north. It's about 25 minutes away and exploring some other areas. And um, But the best news is we're going to have a roof under our heads and I don't have to move in with someone else. So uh, it's good news. So some of you out there can breathe a sigh of relief. I know you were you were really worried about that. The other news that I have is I do have my buddy back this week. Willie's back in here chilling. Um, it was debatable there for a minute. I was getting everything set up and he was kind of looking at me like, are we going to do this again? And I said, I don't know, power, are we going to do it again? And sure enough, he decided to come in and hang out. And so here we are again. So week number two uh, with Willie. And um, I really appreciate all the feedback that I got last week, too, from uh, from last week's podcast. Uh, it seemed like that really resonated with some folks around the world. And so thank you for that feedback. Any Anytime you can, you know, email me with um, with comments or suggestions uh, about material that you would want to hear or you know on the podcast that that's great as well and of course uh, for those of you who have reached out and and have wanted one-on-one coaching I uh, really appreciate you too because um, that too is going extremely well so really appreciate the clients that I have and uh, the impact that I'm being able to make in their lives so thank you for all of that um, had a few more ratings this week too so if you take a few minutes and rate the podcast uh, that certainly helps and if you take a little more time and actually do a review uh, that would be greatly appreciated too so uh, really thank you uh, from the bottom of my heart for uh, all of the, the things that you folks have said uh, throughout the week so it's hard to believe we're at, uh, we're at episode number 14 together so we've been together uh, really two solid weeks um, and over that as far as you know the actual number of podcast that we've done throughout the number of days. But um, again, just really appreciate you all being here. And so today we're going to talk about uh, comparison. And 
you know, I, I titled the episode Comparison Trap because I know for many of you, when you see the word and you hear the word comparison, the first thing you do is you go negative. Uh, you go negative because, you know, all of our thoughts, right, anytime we see we see a word, we're filtering it and we're filtering it through the lens that we know. And, and while we're going to talk about uh, the impact of comparison, um, both in a, and I'll give it to you for the day, both in a positive and a neutral lens, um, it's not always negative. You know, when, when we think about comparison, it's not always negative. And so as we, as we begin to explore this topic, let's talk about some ways in which comparison can really be helpful for you. And one of those ways, especially in the area of your business or your business relationships, is you compare yourself to someone else in your field and you say, you know what, that's who I aspire to be. I want to I want to take their work ethic. I want to take their values. I want to take the way they treat their employees. I want to take the way they take care of their employees. I want to look at the way they take care of themselves from a health aspect. And and when I'm comparing myself to them, it's very healthy because that helps me become a better version of myself and it helps me evolve into a better leader, a better man, a better a better person, a better business person, and so on and so forth. And so that is is extremely healthy comparison. Another way to look at comparison, let's say you're a golfer and you want to uh, make your golf game better. You want to get get better at your golf game. You want to score better. Well, what's one of the things you can do? You look you can look at some of the the great uh, players in the world and see how they prepare to play golf. How do they practice? What does their practice regimen look like? What does their swing look like? You know, we're always comparing when you when you think about uh, looking at swings on TV or looking at swings on maybe on your phone that you use. You're you're looking at uh, the optimal swing. So you might put Tiger Woods up, or you put a Jack Nicklaus up, or whomever, and you've got lines and you've got positions that you know the club needs to be in at a certain uh, place in the backswing or in the downswing or or at contact, and you're trying to compare your swing to their swing to see what the optimal swing would be for you. Again, a very good use of comparison. Same thing with their practice habits. How often do they practice? What do they do when they practice? You know, how do they putt? What does their putting stroke look like? We're always comparing in a good in a good light in terms of trying to get better as an athlete, trying to get better as a skill. So it's a good thing. Give you another example. What about uh, a marriage? For those of you who out there that are married or that aspire to be married uh, soon or one day or maybe it's way down the road, you can look at someone who's had a long-term successful marriage, been married a long time, and you, you look at how they treat each other. You look at how the man treats the woman. You look at how she treats him. You look at how they they operate You know, within kind of their daily home. You look at how they operate with their kids, you look at how, you know, they just interact with each other and you try to compare what their relationship looks like to one that you would maybe ultimately want to have one day. And so, again, there is some really concrete examples of what healthy comparison can look like. And so if you have the opportunity to compare yourself in those ways and and it helps you grow, grow as a person, grow in your uh, business world, uh, you know, growing your professional or, or personal life, 
then I would encourage you to find some of those people that you really um, appreciate the values that they bring to their lives. And you try to compare a little bit and you say, hey, where, you know, am, am I am I living up to my own expectation uh, of, of what I want to do? And if I'm not, then then can I compare to them and, and what can I take from them? What can I pick and choose from them that's going to help me become the best version of myself? Now, that's the good form of comparison. All right. The the form of comparison where we get in trouble is when we start looking at other people and we start evaluating and judging ourselves based on what they what they do, based on their personality, based on um, what they we talked about a few weeks ago, what they bring to the party, what do they bring that that you don't bring, and then all of a sudden it becomes almost borderline jealousy or you're, um, you, you become enraged in, in shame because you think, oh, I'm not good enough because I'll never measure up. I'll never be the type of boss that he is. I'll never be the type of leader that she is. I'll never be the type of spouse that he is. I'll never be the type of father that he is. And so what do we do? We beat ourselves up. We, we, we give ourselves a hard time. We don't control our thoughts because we just let our thoughts uh, run down a path that says, you're not good enough, um, you'll never be enough, uh, y- it doesn't matter what you do, you know, right? What, what, um, what type of effort you bring, uh, what else you want to change about yourself, you'll just never be good enough. And, and for some of us, um, the reason for that is because we have such a perfectionistic nature that, you know, it doesn't matter what the other person's doing or what we're trying to compare it to, we'll never be good enough. And so we always uh, look back inward and, and we look back uh, inside ourselves and we just say, you know what, it doesn't matter what I do, um, I can't live up to that. And so when you think about comparing yourselves to others, um, I want you really to, to consider this week, uh, what are some areas that you compare yourselves in? So I'm going to give you an example. I'm, I'm working with a client right now who is having a difficult time comparing himself to another coworker who has a tremendous presence on social media. Um, he's got a ton of followers, and in my client's perspective, he thinks that this person is just living the best life ever, and he's really, really having a tough time with it because he is, he is truly comparing himself to this other person's life that he doesn't even know, but he's comparing himself to his life um, on what social media is. And so when, as we've, as we've been working through this, you know, some of the things that I've, I've talked to him about and I've encouraged him with, and, and we've done a lot of work on is, you know, what, what he portrays out in the world in terms of what you think is really all in your mind, right? It's all in your mind because the only thing you really know is that there's a lot of followers and that there's interaction. You know, he's trying to make it out to be, well, this guy's making all this money and this guy's got a better, you know, spouse than I do. He's got better kids. He's a better dad. He's a better so on and so forth. And really the only thing he knows is that he's got more followers than him and that he's got a lot of interaction. And so, Part of it is looking back and really looking inward and saying, okay, who am I? Who was I created to be? And why does it really even matter 
what that other person does or is doing, right? Because remember, we can't control the humans. We can only control ourselves. So he's driving himself crazy at night, driving himself crazy during the day, uh, trying to live up to this other person's persona, which, quite frankly, he doesn't even have the same um, characteristic and traits that this other person does, right? I mean, some people are just naturally a little more gifted at speaking or a little more engaging, and this person's not as engaging. And so rather than seeing the good in him, he's trying to live and emulate uh, what someone else is doing. And so, as you can imagine, that is just tearing him down um, daily. And so we've been working through some things and working through some strategies uh, to really try to help him. And so I'm going to give you those strategies today. We're going to talk about four of them that will help you uh, deal with comparison, will help you uh, begin to overcome comparison and really begin to become aware. Because remember, all of this work that we're doing, it's not to just, you know, make everything uh, daisies and roses all day long. We're trying to become aware of what we're thinking. We're trying to become aware of what we're doing to ourselves because so many of us have, have just run on autopilot for our whole lives with our brains that we've never stopped to take the time to really consider, right, what's going on each and every day. And so as we become more and more aware and you you do this work, and if this is the first time you've heard this podcast, go back to episode one and, and start uh, start with one and, and come back up to 14 because we've talked a lot about what your thoughts do and they lead to your feelings and they lead to your actions, which produce results. And comparison is no different, right, because comparison's a thought. It's a thought about another person. It's a thought about another action. It's a thought about another thing. It's a thought. And so how do we start to overcome and how do we start to get some control on this uh, comparison trap that we deal with when it comes out in a, in a negative way? So the first is to catch your triggering thoughts. Catch your triggering thoughts. And so you say, well, what does that mean? Well, it means when you feel like you start to compare yourself with someone else, actually write down your thoughts. Say them out loud. You know, if you're in a situation where you just see it and you're by yourself, go, oh, there I go again. Well, I'm comparing myself to that person. I don't think I'm good enough. I don't think I measure up. I don't think I'll ever be the type of boss that he'll be. Why is that? Let me write that down. Let me just say that I don't think I'll be as good a boss as him. And start to realize that this is a trigger for you. It's a trigger. The trigger is when I think this thought, comparison comes up. When I feel comparison, I think this thought, right? It can work either way. But when you begin to say it out loud, I don't know if you guys have ever done this, but when you say something out loud, you get it outside of your body, it starts to lose a little bit of its power. And you just become, you become aware of going, wow, that's, it's just a comment that I'm saying to myself. It's just a comment that I'm saying in my head. So say it out loud and then begin to, what I would encourage you to do is to go back and you think about it, the thought downloads that we've talked about on previous episodes. I would begin to write these down, right? Write them down and then we'll talk more about what to actually do with those in, in upcoming episodes. But write them down, get them on paper, say them out loud. Right. 
watch them begin to lose their power. The longer you can just sit with them, remember, the longer you sit with them, the more they'll become diminishing, right? The, the more they'll diminish. So the first, catch your triggering thoughts. The second, you feel like comparison's coming up, focus on what you do well. Focus on what you do well. So many of you, if I ask, hey, what do you what do you struggle with? Man, you can just rattle those off, right? You rattle off five, eight, nine, ten things just right off the bat. No, focus on what you do well and also write those down or verbalize those out loud. You know what? I'm really good at organization. I'm really good at communicating with my team. I'm really good at building a culture within my within my organization. I'm really good at taking care of my spouse. I'm really good at making sure I honor my girlfriend. I'm really good at taking care of my car. I'm really good. Whatever it is, focus on what you do well. When you turn that around and you see what you do well, all of a sudden again... It puts the thing back on the other person that says, you know what, I'm just comparing myself to something that that I don't need to to compare myself to. Because really the only thing we should compare ourselves to is ourselves. Right? It's the only thing we should ever compare ourselves to is ourselves. Are we living up to our own expectations each and every day? So catch your triggering thoughts. Focus on what you do well. And number three, practice the art of appreciation. Practice the art of appreciation. What can you appreciate about your current life, about your current self, that you normally don't? For example, look at some areas that you've grown in. Where have you grown over the last two, three, four months that you can appreciate about yourself? Where have you grown over the last three or four or five years for some of you? that you can appreciate about yourself. When you look back at your past self and you can go, whoa, look what I've look what I where I am today versus where I was three or four years ago. Look where I am today versus where I was three or four months ago. For a lot of you, you're seeing a lot of that growth. So practice the art of appreciating that. Practice the art of appreciating others around you, especially others around you that make you better. Think about those people in your lives that are helping you become the best version of yourself, that are helping make you a better leader, a better man, a better boss each and every day. Who are those people? What do they bring to the table that's helping you? And begin to show that appreciation. Even if you don't show it to them, begin to verbalize and say, boy, I really appreciate what XYZ has really brought into my life. I really appreciate how they challenge me each day, how they challenge me to, you know, work harder, how they challenge me to get in the best shape I can get in, how they challenge me to eat healthy, how they challenge me to drink less. All of the things that that someone else is bringing to your life that is that is impacting you in a positive way. So catch your triggering thoughts, focus on what you do well, practice the art of appreciation, and then number four, and I got to tell you, this has become one of my favorite things that I've been working with my clients on. And for this podcast alone, when you think about comparison, to me, number four is the most important thing. And that is 
to create your own life plan. Now, I'm probably going to do a, an entire podcast in the next few weeks on a, on a life plan and, and why I think the importance of a life plan um, is for everybody that, you know, that that's out there that's listening, um, that's not listening. I just think it's so important. So what does a life plan look like? A life plan is where you actually create a vision for your life. So your vision is kind of like that big end goal that this is who I want to be. This is what I want to do. But then you develop a daily mission statement. So that daily mission statement just says, hey, this is who I am each and every day. This is how I bring value to me. This is how I bring value to the world. This is what means the most to me. And when I want to look through the filter of either comparing some comparing myself to somebody or I want to look through the filter of making a decision, you go right to that mission statement. You say, does this line up with what I believe in and what I've said that, that this is going to be who I am each and every day? And then we build out core values from that. And we say, okay, this is the mission. These are the values. Under these values are the statements that I'm going to adhere to every day that's going to help me become the person that I want to be. And when you're focused on building that plan for yourself, you have far less time to compare yourself to someone else because that mission statement alone is the, it's the, the, the key uh, stakeholder that, that you look to. It's the thing that you look to each and every day that says, this is who I am. And when I do the life plan episode, I'll share uh, what my mission statement is. I'll share my vision. I'll share some of my core uh, values. But the work that I've been doing with clients on this has been transformational because all of a sudden I say, hey, what do you stand for? Who are you? And they can, they can just read it out. It's kind of like their own elevator pitch. It's kind of like their own elevator speech, right? They can say, this is who I am. This is what I believe in. Well, how do you back that up or how do you live that out each day? Well, here are my core values. You know, my core values are X, Y, and Z, and this is how I uh, impact my health. This is how I impact my spirituality. This is how I impact my friendship. This is how I impact my family. This is how I impact, you know, my spouse or my kids or however we decide to, to write those core values out. Each one of them ties back to that mission, which in turn ties back to the vision, which helps create their life plan. And what they want to be and, and the, the purpose, if you will, that they want to they want to portray in this life. So um, those are the four the four strategies that I would encourage you to to think about this week. And, and when those comparison thoughts pop up in your mind, remember, catch your triggering thoughts and okay, what's triggering it. Focus on what you do well. Practice the art of appreciation. And then we're going to talk about creating your own life plan. And that's something that, you know, if you want to reach out to me individually, that that's what we will we will work on together. And it takes takes a few weeks really to, to massage that and, and to get it into the form that you'd like it to be in to where, you know, you can really look at that and, and think about that each and every day. But uh, it's something that's pretty special and it's something that's uh, changing a lot of lives. So I would encourage you reach out to me this week. Uh, Dr. Darren Wilson at gmail.com. It's D R D A R I N Wilson at gmail.com. And um, let's reach out. Let's touch. Let's talk. And uh, let's figure out how to help you help you grow. 
appreciate you all listening this week. Hope everyone has a fantastic week, and we'll see you back here next time. Take care, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the Life Coaching for Men podcast. It would be great if you could review the podcast and subscribe this week. You can also find me on my website at drdarrenwilson.com or on Twitter at Darren underscore Wilson or on Instagram at Dr. Darren Wilson. Once again, thanks for listening and have a great week. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.